from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, August 17th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. Voters will decide in November whether Ohio should become the 24th state to allow recreational marijuana. Kevin Landers reports. If passed, the measure would allow adults 21 and over to buy and possess up to two and a half ounces of cannabis and grow plants at home. Now, a 10 percent tax would be imposed on purchases to be spent on administrative costs and addiction treatment programs. A study from Ohio State University found that the plan could generate about $275 million to $450 million in tax revenue after five years. Fran Gerbig is executive director of the Prevention Action Alliance, which is against recreational marijuana. We know that marijuana creates impairment. It creates, um, you know, impairment in memory and attention, decision making and risk taking. And that's um, that's a danger to the public good. Tom Heron is the leader of the coalition to regulate marijuana like alcohol, which gathered the signatures to put the issue on the ballot. Regulated markets are better than unregulated markets. And right now, Ohio has an adult use market. It's called the illicit market. It's completely unregulated. Last year, five states had recreational marijuana up for a vote. Arkansas, Maryland, Missouri, and North and South Dakota. It passed in two of them, Maryland and Missouri. A 24-year-old Toledo woman is behind bars in Ottawa County charged in the death of an infant yesterday in the town of Williston, about 15 miles east of Toledo. Jeff Smith has details. The Ottawa County Sheriff's Office saying that Naya Parker knowingly left a four-month-old child inside a vehicle for several hours. When emergency crews responded, the child was unresponsive. That child was rushed to the hospital but was pronounced dead. Parker is scheduled to be arraigned in Ottawa County Municipal Court. I'm Jeff Smith. A man in Akron has been charged with aggravated murder and the death of a one-year-old. Stephanie Haney reports. Police say 19-year-old Ian Belcher is responsible for the August 10th death of Artan Cannon. Artan's autopsy showed he had blunt force injuries. Belcher's bond has been set at $1 million. Now, if you're interested in helping Artan's family out with the cost of his funeral, there's a GoFundMe page that you can find by searching his name on the site. I'm Stephanie Haney. A crime-fighting initiative in Cleveland is underway involving local police, along with state highway patrol troopers, sheriff's officers, and the U.S. Marshal's Office. Lydia Aspara says Governor Mike DeWine made a stop in the city yesterday. Arrests are being made by the dozens. An operation surge only began on Tuesday. When local law enforcement reaches out for assistance in fighting an increase in crime, one way we respond as a state is through a targeted, data-driven surge initiative. Cleveland is short in police manpower, and it continues to shrink. At one point, 2,000 men and women in blue. If the bleeding in the department continues, it could eventually reach only 700. Youth crime and violence has been a growing concern in Cleveland, and former Browns quarterback Bernie Kosar was on hand for that announcement. To see it happening in our community and in our city, but really seeing it being the butt of national attention, national news, and not from a positive, happy standpoint. There's so much beautiful stuff that could be going on here. Homicides in Cleveland are up significantly over last year, and car thefts have doubled. Ohio's Secretary of State continues to be in the spotlight following his unsuccessful push to get State Issue 1 passed. Here's ONN's Clay Gordon. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, the most prominent Republican in the race to unseat Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown next year, has fired one of his top 
aides after a social media post surfaced in which the staffer criticized Donald Trump. The Rose's office confirmed Press Secretary Rob Nichols' departure yesterday. A longtime Republican operative in the state, Nichols held a similar position with then-Republican Governor John Kasich. I'm Clay Gordon. The verdict is in for Cincinnati Bengals running back Joe Mixon after a four-day bench trial. ONN's Tracy Townsend reports. Mixon was found not guilty. He'd been accused of road rage and pulling a gun on a woman last January. Mixon had been expected to take the stand but did not. He is entering his seventh season in the NFL and has played the entirety of his career with the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm Tracy Townsend. Transportation continues to be an issue for many school districts around Ohio. Danielle Wiggins has that story. Campbell Milam is with youth transportation company Hop Skip Drive. The school bus driver shortage is an issue affecting communities all across the country, rural, urban, suburban, and the reality is it's getting worse. It's really important at this point that we look at the numbers and then we say we need to find innovative solutions to this problem and really look to solve it. Otherwise, we'll be having the same conversation again next year. According to their 2022 State of School Transportation Survey, 88% of education personnel that answered said bus driver shortages have constrained their transportation operations. Bonnie Pyskak is a retired school bus driver in suburban Cleveland, who has returned to the job this year. I was just going to sub, and one of our drivers went out with a back injury, so I came back full-time. They complain about uh, double dipping, but the advantage of hiring a retired bus driver is we've already been trained. We know the district. Bowling Green City Schools is starting the year without buses for middle and high school students living within two miles of the school. Akron says it needs 20 bus drivers, and the Cleveland suburb of Bedford needs 15. Thousands of Ohio State University students from across the state are moving into their dorms this week. It was good. Very smooth, very, very easy. We got in and out pretty quickly, honestly. They directed you. It was great. Definitely smooth and, like, much smoother than last year, I would say. Classes start Tuesday. Ohio State says it'll have extra police patrols on its main campus in Columbus over the next few weeks as classes begin. Monica Mall is the school's public safety director and says parents should make their kids understand that being mindful of safety needs to be a top priority. We take their children's safety seriously. They can always reach out if they have questions. Sometimes our communication that we uh, you know, are trying to get out to students in this first week, it's very helpful if they also address those things. Uh, with their son or daughter and sort of reinforce the messages. And it's easier for them to do that if they make themselves aware of what's available. OSU says Student Life hands out free door and window alarms for students who live off campus. Lyft offers discounted rides for off-campus students. And the campus bus service runs on-demand service in the overnight hours for students on campus. The State Highway Patrol says it arrested two people on I-71 following a high-speed chase in Madison County about 30 miles southwest of Columbus at about 4 o'clock this morning. Troopers say the chase topped speeds of 110 miles per hour. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.